Welcome to The Junction Box, the audio cast where what you need to know about the electrical program connects with the experts in the field. This time, our focus is on transformer theory. Our guest is electrician and instructor, Tim Reese. Tim, nice to have you back. Oh, my pleasure. Tim, before we get started, let me explain to our listeners what we do. We collect a number of questions about concepts that are being taught in our electrical program here at SJVC. We then reach out to our expert electricians slash instructors to provide answers. And with that, I know our listeners are looking very forward to what you're going to say today. So if you could, why don't we start by having you explain to us what a transformer is and what it does? Oh, sure. That's not a problem. Um, Very simply, a transformer is a passive electric component in electrical distribution, power distribution that takes a, a voltage of one level and it transforms it to a voltage of another level, but it requires alternating current to do it. For example, from the power plant, maybe they generate the voltage, they generate the power at 15,000 volts, but in order to uh, reduce line losses, they step it up to maybe 500,000 volts transmitted across the state. And when it gets to the location where it's going to be distributed, they drop it down again through another transformer called a step-down transformer. Okay. So you have two types of transformers, one called step-up that steps the voltage up to a higher voltage and a transformer that steps it down to another voltage. That's the purpose of it. Okay, so how exactly does a transformer work? Well, transformers are, as I mentioned before, they are a passive device. And what they do is they take the supply voltage being applied to them, and it's applied to a coil of wire wrapped around it, an iron core. And this alternating voltage magnetizes and demagnetizes the iron. And as it does so, there is another coil that's placed on the same iron that participates within the same magnetic field that is created by the first coil. They call the first coil the primary because it's connected to the power supply. The second, the other coil is called the secondary because it's connected to the load that it's going to supply itself. And as the magnetism expands and collapse, collapses over the secondary coil, it induces another voltage into that one. And that voltage is what's uh, transmitted to the power that, or to the components that receive power at that voltage. Let's take an example. Let's say you have um, a distribution line coming into a neighborhood of 12,000 volts on the telephone poles. And uh, it has to drop it down for use at the residence. In the residence, they uh, use we use 240 volts with a center tap on the transformer to create 120 volts from a neutral wire to either of the two outside wires, which are called the phases. That's how a transformer works. It simply uses magnetism, a fluctuating magnetic field, to induce voltage into another coil of wire. That's how electricity is actually generated, and that's how the voltages are changed as well. The electricity is generated at the power plant using using what they call an alternator, 
where they rotate the magnetic field over some wires and it induces voltage into those wires and that, vo that voltage is sent out to the transformers, stepped up, transmitted across the state, then stepped down through another transformer to a distribution system at a substation at a lower voltage. And then from there, it's distributed to uh, residential areas or commercial areas at that voltage. And then it stepped down even further. So it is something that seems very complex is actually making a lot of sense. We now know stepping up and stepping down. We know what a transformer does um, and, and how it works. So the next question that to me that would make sense is how do you connect a transformer to a power supply? Well, it's pretty simple. Transformers have standard markings on them and standard ways of connecting. So since the transformer has two coils on it, one called a primary, which is connected to the power supply, and the other one called a secondary, which is connected to all of the loads that are being powered, they have to have specific markings on them so that you know which one to connect to the power supply, because if you connect it backwards, you'll have a problem. You can have um, injury or death or damage done, anything. So you have to know which connections to use on the transformer. Therefore, the primary side, which connects to the power supply, has a standard marking of H, letter H. I don't know if that means high, I suppose it does, but it's always been H, and there will be, it'll be followed by a number of the terminal that you connect to, typically H1, H2, and if there are more connections, it'll be H3, H4, if there are more than one coil on the primary or a tap along the same coil. On the secondary side, they use the letter X to indicate that that is the side that you connect loads to, and it'll be X1, X2, X3, etc. I hope that uh, kind of sheds some light on it. Absolutely, it does. Now we understand what a transformer does, how it works, uh, how you connect it to power supply. So that allows us to segue right into our last question. Can you give us some examples of what a transformer is used for? We're going to move right into application here. Oh, sure. In fact, you know, now that you ask that question, in addition to power transmission, it's used also within the premises of buildings to obtain different voltages. You could uh, have, for instance, uh, I'll give you a case in point. Most commercial buildings, they'll have a transformer outside the building in the parking lot. That We call that the unit substation. That's provided by the utility company. And they'll step a typical voltage of 12,000 volts, and they'll step it down to 480 volts. They'll feed the 480 volts to the building to a big switchboard. Inside the building, maybe the building requires some 120-volt circuits as well as some um, uh, small uh, equipment circuits. So they will feed... Uh, that to a transformer that steps it from 480 volts three phase down to 208 volts three phase at, in a Y configuration so that you can derive 208 volts three phase power for equipment and you can also tap off of the phases to the neutral and obtain 120 volts for your standard appliances. Um, another thing is that they use them also for buck boost operation. What that is, if you have a voltage that's low in a certain area because the line goes way out to a rural area and you have to increase the voltage a little bit, they have a type of transformer known as a buck boost transformer where you can set a tap on one of the windings. It's 
behaves more like what we call an auto transformer. It's basically creating one winding, a transformer that has only one winding on it, and you tap off of that winding. And you can either increase or lower the voltage to whatever your local needs are. Sometimes voltages might come out too high to some area, 130 volts, you gotta cut it down. So they use a buck transformer to buck it down to 120. And sometimes maybe the voltage is low and maybe 104 volts and it needs to be 120. So they use a boosting transformer to boost it up to a full 120. So that's another application for transformers right there. There's one other application that's really very important. They're called drive isolation transformers. You have a lot of equipment nowadays that produces what we call harmonics, especially a lot of electronic things such as power supplies for computers and so forth. These things called harmonics are, um, they're exactly that. They're harmonic frequencies of the fundamental frequency of 60 hertz. And they are very damaging to the switch gear that's used to, um, that goes from the transformer to the rest of the equipment in the building. And this can put a lot of currents, unwanted currents on the distribution bus and it can heat them up very much. So auto, uh, the drive isolation transformers will uh, block out those unwanted currents so that the, the harmonics are canceled out. So those are just some few of those things. Well, I hope that you really um, profited from this explanation. Those are just some of the things that you can use transformers for and how they work and so forth and how you protect them and so on. Tim, once again, thank you so much for being here. Well, thank you for very much for inviting me to the show and I sure appreciate that. This concludes this edition of The Junction Box. Join us next time as we continue to learn from the experts here at SJVC. A presentation of San Joaquin Valley College.